For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. So as it turns out, it was only a one-week break and I am back. And I have to say thank you so, so much to those of you who take time out of the day and have written me a review on the Apple Podcast app or any app that you've done it on, because there are other apps that you can do the reviews on. I can't tell you how much that makes a huge difference to where my podcast sits, how it's ranked, how it gets other people to see the podcast as well, and how it increases listeners as well. So I am truly, truly thankful to those of you that have taken time to do reviews Like, I know everyone says it who's got a podcast, but it really does make a difference that you take time out of your day, your busy day, just to write that quick review and it does make a huge difference. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So what have I been up to? I have managed to, in the two weeks over Easter, although I've only had a week off the pod, um, in the two weeks over Easter, I have taken two days off each of those weeks to... um, do childcare, look up my own children and to to have days out and to do nice things and it has been absolutely lush. I'm really, really lucky that um, a friend of ours is a teacher so she's off most of the holidays although she does have another business that she does where she's a swimming teacher so she teaches little ones how to swim. So when she's doing that we look after her little boy and she helps us out but she helps us out way more than we can help her out because she doesn't need that much help and we need more help. So my son has been with her a few days and he's been with a couple of family members for two and it's just juggling isn't it if you're a if you're a parent you'll know the juggle over the holidays so trying to squeeze six days of work I normally work six days into three was was tough but I managed it but 
one of the the downsides was that was not being able to do the pod last week but it's all good all all good but I did manage the irony is, is I did manage to get onto the two other people's podcasts so I went on Mart's Candy Crystals podcast and and Glow From The Inside Out, which is another podcast from a lovely, lovely lady who I am currently coaching, and we talk about her experience in a coaching, and that was a really, really beautiful conversation if you haven't listened to it already. But yeah, so I did manage to get on other people's podcasts, but that's easier because that's just me talking. I don't have to think about what I'm going to say. I'm just chatting, and I find that dead easy rather than trying to fit in recording my own podcast that's been going on um in terms of the academy so I have if you don't know already I have an academy where we train students to become unbreakable mindset coaches and and you'll see I've got a free masterclass at the moment that I am running so I can tell you all about transformational coaching how to overcome limiting beliefs and what it would look like for you to be a coach. So you can access that as well if you visit my Instagram. If you are listening in real time, that will be on the 25th of April, but I'm sure you've heard the adverts for that already. What else do you need to know? Yeah, so in the Academy, I have my podcast producer, Pete Allen, who's amazing. He's gonna come into the Academy and he's gonna do a whole training session on how to start your own podcast, what to think about, what you need, etc. Because I want to make sure that anyone leaving the academy has the skill sets they need to be able to do whatever they want with their coach. And if they want to have a podcast, then for them to be able to do that. Because what tends to come up, and this is relevant for, for what we're going to talk about in this in this episode, is that some people think, oh my God, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't know how to, like, where would I even start? I couldn't do that. You know, all of the limiting beliefs, the barriers that we put up to things. And this came up for me in a different version of this a few weeks ago, or even it was last week, I don't know, I was sitting reading with my son. My son finds reading really, really easy. Uh, Or any homework, like, he just doesn't struggle, like, his maths... He's really good at kind of the subtraction and he can even do times tables. Like it's ridiculous. And I remember thinking, God, this is so easy. I'm so lucky. Why was this so different to when my first child was in reception? And there's lots of reasons why, but none of them have to do with their own abilities, right? They are both very, very capable children, very capable, right? Now, the ingredients that add up to my son being good is that I'm a better teacher in a sense of like we do more of that stuff. It's not an effort, like it's just natural. If we're sat there waiting, but we're sitting waiting for his glasses the other day in in Vision Express. So while we're sitting waiting, I get my phone out and I'm putting little words on my phone and he's reading them. So we're learning all the time, but it doesn't feel like learning. We pr- I probably didn't do that with my daughter because I think I just felt like the time that we had was so precious because I was a part-time parent because she was with her dad part of the time and with me part of the time. I worked full-time. So the time we got together, I almost wanted to do fun things. I didn't want to do things where I felt like we were doing classroom stuff. She was also brought up at a time when there was competition. Now I say that <laughs> loosely because, oh, 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 sorry, I say that and it sounds really harsh because there was competition, but she was brought up with 
my sister's daughter being the exact same age. So naturally, there was only four weeks between them. There was comparison and they were comparing it and they were so different and yet they compared and, and it wasn't in a mean way. And you'll know this if you've got kids around the same age with friends and things. It does, sometimes it can get a bit comparison. And I think my daughter felt that and she knew she was different to, to my um, niece and my niece was studious and she did know stuff. Whereas Fia just wasn't bothered about stuff like that at all. And reading was difficult. We now know she's dyslexic. And everything just felt tough when we were doing that. Looking back now, I'm like, how is it easier for my son to learn rather than, it, rather than how hard it was when my daughter was in reception? And as I say... Hands down, it's got nothing to do with their ability. It's more to do with beliefs and beliefs and what this one key personality trait, which is the thing that I want you all to take away from this episode. So my daughter's beliefs, because we used to struggle doing homework, like we would both get a bit worked up with it. And it was literally reception homework. I thought, oh my God, what can I do? And my friend's son was going to a private school at the time and I remember feeling like and again I made it about me I remember thinking oh god like I can't afford to send my daughter to private school like how can I do what can I do okay well actually I can I could get her a cheater and then that would help and then we wouldn't be arguing every time like and then she would have somebody to help her with her homework she's interpreted that as I'm not smart enough my mom got me a cheater at five years old, she interpreted that. And, and I didn't know that at the time that that was being interpreted that way. But my daughter already had limiting beliefs about herself. At that age, we all we all have stuff that we pick up in childhood. And by the time you're eight, you've made, you've confirmed your beliefs on the world. So this is really important to understand if you're a parent in terms of thinking about molding your children around that age. Now, my son is... The only difference between the two of them is one, I'm a better parent second time round, but the key difference for them is that my son is more curious, right? Fear wouldn't have done something for the fear. I call her fear because she's called Sophia, but my son started calling her fear because he couldn't say Sophia. So now we never call her Sophia, she's called fear. But she wouldn't have done anything for the fear of getting it wrong. Sitting down and trying to do really basic subtraction or addition felt difficult to her because she was fearful she would get it wrong. So she just wouldn't do it and she'd get annoyed. And because when you're in that mindset of like, I can't do this, you then get clouded judgment. And it's really, really hard to even do the simplest of tasks. Whereas my son doesn't care about getting stuff wrong. Like he's really not bothered. He has no limited beliefs about that. Like if he got something wrong and I said, and I would say, how did you come up with that answer? And he would say, oh no, I might not even do that. I don't know. Say if he got 10 plus four wrong and I would say, no, it's not 15. What else could it be? Remember, put the big number in your head first and then put the four on your fingers. So we would do that. And he would add it up and he would do it fine. And he would be fine the next time thinking about that process and implementing it. 
the next time round, whereas my daughter would be so frustrated and so annoyed that she'd get the answer wrong, she wouldn't even try to hear what I was telling her in terms of how to do it as a process. So the only key difference between the two of them is curiosity. And this came up in our academy sessions, right? So if the students who are ready to now start coaching, one of the things they're fearful of is like, oh my God, but what happens if I don't know what tool to use? What happens if I don't know what question to ask in the session? Now that is them focused on the fear focused on the outcome they don't want, but it's also them focused on themselves. Now, if they used curiosity, and this is something we were talking about, and we're definitely going to go deeper into in in an academy session with them, one of the live training sessions, sorry. If you use curiosity in anything you do, you get solutions. So if they were curious about it, okay, so pairing it back their fear is what happens if I don't know the tools to use what happens if I don't have the questions to ask the outcome they want is to have an amazing coaching session the other outcome they want you've got to list your outcomes what outcomes do I want all the different outcomes the outcome I want is to have a great coaching session the outcome I want is for the the coachee to achieve their goals you come up then with different questions to ask because then you get a bit creative you start thinking about that person you start thinking about the results that they want you start thinking about how you want to show up in the session and now you've got you're you're curious about how that could happen you then start to think about okay so what what could I now do what can I now if my client wants to start up their own business then what are the things that are holding them back? What tools have I got available to me that I can support them to get the outcome that they desire? Okay, so I know in session one, I should be doing this. I know in session two, I should be doing that. I need to go back over and think about what tools have I learned on myself while doing the academy course that I can now support them with. And there's so much stuff because they've just done, you know, seven modules worth of training. They know a lot of stuff. They're just forgetting how to, or their barrier isn't like, oh my God, what if I don't know it? Rather than thinking about, well, hang on, I've just learned all of this. I need to be thinking about how do I implement it? So they're curious about how to implement it rather than thinking about how they can't implement it. Does that make sense? So coming back to that, being curious just adds this different perspective on it. You know, my son is curious about everything. Like even learning to draw, he will get a little bit frustrated that he can't do it and my drawing's better than his. But there's a part of him that does want to learn how to get better. He doesn't have that limiting belief. He's a bit curious about how he can do it. So he's like, well, you draw the ears, mama, and I'll colour them in. So he's got a stage in his head that if, if I just do that bit for him, he can add that layer on rather than just giving up. And then the next time he might be able to draw the ears. So can you see that curiosity just changes our perspective on things? And also is huge for our mental health and mindset because everything else adds a barrier. It leads, it it kind of feeds our limiting beliefs. It feeds our ego of not being able to do something. It feeds our not good enough 
feeling. It feeds us to procrastinate. It feeds us to feel overwhelmed. Versus curiosity starts us to think about, okay, how can I use this on me? So like the clients who I work with one-to-one, the ones that get the fastest results and consistent results are the ones who are curious about what I'm talking about, who then sit and reflect and go, okay, so Jude said that in the session. So I wonder how I can implement that for me. Or rather than thinking about, okay, I can't do that. They're now thinking about how they can do that. So they're curious about what actions they can take to get the outcome they want. So if we go into the benefits, and I did some research on this for you. Embracing curiosity, the benefits are, number one, it expands your perspective, right? Because it encourages us to look beyond our immediate surroundings, and it gets us to consider new possibilities. When you're curious, it increases creativity and innovation. Because you start being curious about problem solving. And remember, I've talked about problem solving as one of the biggest things you can do to be able to get past wherever you are now. And when we think about being creative and, 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 and how to be innovative, it's about asking questions and seeking answers and and, and fostering that creative mindset. You know, I've just done a session with somebody who that was all we talked about was how to come up with ideas and start creating their next business adventure. Now, bearing in mind, they came to me with imposter syndrome about their current job. And now we've worked past all of that and she'll be listening now so she knows who she is. She knows who she is. Like the lovely thing that we're getting to do now is like, go beyond like she now knows she's more than bloody good enough for her job that she now wants to know how far she can stretch herself and what else she could be doing and how she could be earning money for herself and and coming up with different business plans but I will be honest we started that session with I don't think I can do anything else because I don't have training so what we had to do was get curious about what ideas does she have that she'd like to do And what does she need to do with them? So we get curious. Because not everything requires, you know, a a three-year college course. Not everything requires for you to have diploma in social media. Like, it just doesn't. Because you know what? You can set up your business and you can hire other people to do that for you. Or you could go on YouTube and Google it. You know, there's so much stuff out there. But you've got to be curious about what is the thing that I'm trying to create and where are the gaps in my knowledge. So being curious also boosts mental stimulation. It keeps our brains active and engaged, which can prevent cognitive decline. Now, that's really important, right? Because curiosity breeds ideas, breeds innovation. That breeds our mind to be working all the time if your mind's not working essentially it's dying because you're not utilizing it in the way it needs to be utilized you know when I come up with an idea for a business there's probably another five ideas that I've got and then I'll do that and then I'll implement another one and that's not because I'm like I don't know hungry for money or hungry for status it's because I'm hungry for ideas like I'm really excited about stuff and I think oh what else could I do and that is 
why my positive mental health stays where it is is because I'm constantly using my brain to focus on things I can do, not what I can't. Or I'm not allowing it to to harness fear. Being curious also reduces anxiety because it promotes like openness. It promotes you to be non-judgmental. It promotes you to not have that fear. It, it, It instills a sense of wonder, you know. It kind of helps us overcome our anxieties because we're taking positive action rather than sitting with that I can't do this and lastly it creates a sense of purpose and meaning when you're curious because you're now thinking about all the different possibilities that you can do for you you're thinking about what else could I do with this okay so I know a little bit about this how could I expand on it And rather than, and and again, this is going to be a lot about the training that I'm going to do in the masterclass in a week today, is talking about the fact that, you know, you could sit there and think, oh, do you know what? I really want to do X, Y, and Z. Now, specifically the people who are joining the masterclass, it's because they want to become a coach. And you could be sat there thinking like, but how could I do this? Rather than thinking, how can I do this? And when you think, how can I do this? You're then open to looking for answers. And with answers, you then start to take action. With action, you start to see results. With results, you start to increase your beliefs and possibilities. And all of a sudden, you are in a completely different mindset. Your self-worth has just increased. Your confidence is increasing. Your dreams get bigger. Your goals get bigger. You know, you take that cap off you know, that, that that feeling of like, I'll never have more than I'll, than I'll have. That just isn't a sentence that comes in your head when you're curious because you start to do things that are way beyond what you ever thought was possible because you are intrigued by things. You want to learn. And people who want to learn grow. And when you grow personally, you start to grow professionally as well. So for anyone thinking, I can't do this, whatever this may be to them, if all they did was switch up and think, do you know what, I'm curious about the answers, I'm curious about researching, I'm curious about the outcome, they would take action towards their goals and their dreams and their desires, rather than sitting in that fear factor and not doing anything about it. So be curious, search for answers, search for research, search for the things you don't know and then start to figure out where you need to up level in whatever that may be. Yeah, so rather than thinking, oh my god, I'm no good at presentations, something that's something that comes up all the time with clients, I'm no good at presentations, I can't bear to stand up in front of someone, Start to be curious about what makes a good presentation. Start to be curious about who actually does them really well at your company. Start to be curious about what is needed in that presentation. Like just be imaginative, innovative, open-minded to all of the barriers that you are currently putting in your own way and think about how curiosity could absolutely help you overcome the limiting beliefs, the fears, the barriers, and start to help you get the answers you need to start making your dreams come true. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judontcoaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.